Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. I'm here today to tell you about the abundant author archetypes. A lot of people, when they publish their books, feel like they have to go out there and market this book and it feels icky to them. They're also exposed to so many different ways of marketing that they feel like they have to do everything. They have to do the email list. They have to post on every single social media that exists. They have to go and do book signings. They have to be a guest on every podcast. They have to start their own podcasts. They have to pay for ads on different platforms. They have to get book reviews. The list goes on and on of all these things that people are being told they need to do to market their books. And that can feel so overwhelming. I feel the overwhelm for my own books and for the author's that I've worked with. So what I have done is I've been watching different authors and how they do things. And I've gotten to see that the authors that it seems like they're really having success and making a big impact, they are doing marketing that aligns with who they are. They also might be focused on a particular type of marketing. It also seems like it becomes totally natural to them, even though in the day-to-day they might feel a little bit of pressure as they're going outside their comfort zone. Overall, it seems like they're doing something that they feel called to do that is aligned with basically what they might be wanting to do anyway. As I've gotten to see this, I have now published 50 best-selling books and I've gotten to work with over 150 authors in writing and publishing and sharing their own personal stories of transformation and growth. So I've gotten to see a lot of it firsthand and up close. I've also got, I know a lot of authors, so I get to see it in a different way as well and experience it for myself when I publish my own books. So based on this, I've put together this concept of eight distinct abundant author archetypes. And these authors do marketing different ways. They have different definitions of success and of abundance, and they're choosing to roll out their promotion of their book in a way that really aligns with their values and what's important to them. So I'm going to walk you through these eight different archetypes, and you can listen for this and see, I wonder which one of these I am. There's probably going to be more than one that you identify with, and that's very normal and natural. And I'd love to hear from you if you do have an example of this in your life and in your work that shows how this, um, how you've rolled out this archetype. Because I'm not saying anything, I'm just putting concepts on things that already exist with the archetypes here. So the first one is the mission-driven catalyst. So each of the archetypes have a different purpose. There's a different drive. There's a different reason that they are putting a book out there. So the first one is the the mission-driven catalyst. Their purpose is to be on a mission to make the world a better place. And they're focused on a specific issue. So the signs that this is you, you feel passionate about a specific topic. They're always looking for ways to move this issue forward. 
You're open to novel solutions and partnerships to address the issue. Even when you see roadblocks, you are driven to continue. And you feel like you were put on earth to fulfill this purpose. And you see signs that confirm this. The second is the alchemist. Your purpose is to use writing to heal and as a tool for transformation and personal growth. Signs, this is you. You've done healing work already, but feel there's more to uncover. You may be grieving a loss of something or someone. You have experienced a traumatic event, or you may have felt a loss of self and are seeking for meaning. You enjoy writing and feel relief and clarity after doing so. The third abundant author archetype is a relationship builder. You are a mover and shaker. This is um, one of the categories that has to be an extrovert. This archetype is definitely an extrovert. They love to connect with many people to inspire, to grow. If this is you, you are the life of the party. You love in-person events with many people and love collaborating with others. It fuels you. You have seemingly endless energy and are often going, going, going. The fourth abundant author archetype seems to be the reverse of this. It's different, right? This is the contemplative problem solver. So this person is an introvert and their purpose is to think deeply, find creative solutions, solve problems and add value. Science, this is you. You like making things better and helping solve problems in creative ways. You prefer deeper, meaningful connections with a few people who you really resonate with. You enjoy connecting with people via social media and text. You might have been called a daydreamer. What I find that's very interesting is a lot of authors and writers might find themselves in this category because writing does take some time where you need to be alone. You need to be a bit on your own to do some of the writing, that introversion. But authors might fit into this category, but feel like in order to promote their book, that they have to be somehow or transform themselves into a mover and shaker, right? That they have to be a relationship builder, that they have to be at in-person events all the time, right? That they have to go do tabling at events, but that's just not aligned with who they are. I do have some authors that really rock this out and um, are the mover and shaker category, this extrovert. Um, so it's interesting how people feel like they have to do something that's against who they are. And that's where marketing can feel sticky and icky and difficult. The fifth category of archetypes is the lighthouse. The purpose for this person is to help others find hope during darker, confusing times. These people seek to inspire people if this is you, people turn to you for guidance and hope. You're willing to share your story as well as listen to their stories. You've gone through some difficult times and want to light the path for others that might be going through them as well. And you have a platform to reach people or you've always dreamed to help others on a bigger scale. So you might have a blog, you might have a platform like TikTok or Instagram or Facebook where people connect with you and follow you. The next category is the mentor or the guide. The purpose for this archetype is to reach more people with your knowledge and healing than you can serve through your one-on-one -on -one client work or local classes. If this is you, you are someone people turn to for guidance and advice in difficult times. 
you are a therapist, an educator, or a coach. You have had people that are very grateful for your help and have developed some strategies and tools that you've seen work well for people repeatedly. The next archetype is the storyteller. The purpose for this um, archetype is to leave a legacy and to entertain and add meaning. Signs this is you, you've heard you should write a book more times than you can count. Writing a book has always been on your bucket list. You love telling stories, finding the meaning behind your life events and inspiring others. And you often find meaning in everyday events and humor in the most challenging of circumstances. Our eighth archetype is the publisher. The purpose for this person is to surround yourself with books. All right, so this is me. <laughs> I also fall into a couple other categories as well. If you can relate to Belle in the library and Beauty and the Beast and your idea of heaven is like being in that library, in that um, library or going to a bookstore and just if one of your favorite activities is reorganizing books on your bookshelves, this is you, <laughs> right? You might love anything that's book related. You might have a couple of genres that you're particularly obsessed with. Like I love my cozy mysteries um, and I love self-help which is a good thing because that's what I publish <laughs> and memoirs. Um, and you, you have a mix of delight and horror when you find errors in books. If I am reading a book that has been published and I find an error, I love to circle it and mark it and note it. And it is a weird feeling of delight and horror that I get. Um, and you carry a book with you in case of emergencies. I definitely do this. So those are all of our archetypes. And so we do have a few different examples of, um, we've published at Greenheart Living Press authors it, that fit all of these different categories. That's how I've been able to see these roll out up close and see how they work really well. And like I said, some people fit multiple ones, but I did pick out some examples for people um, so that you can actually look these people up on Amazon or on their websites and see how, see examples of authors in the world, um, especially look up the ones that you might feel like you fit the same category of, because that could be really helpful for you as you roll out um, your book project as well. The first example is the Mission Driven Catalyst. And we have a wonderful example of Aran Nazario. He published the book Rage to Peace, um, which is an incredible story. Something he has said is we all have the ability to have a positive impact on our community and our world. And he has an incredible story of growing up in Hartford, Connecticut and moving around a little bit, but he grew up in Hartford and in really challenging life situations surrounded by violence, drug use um, in, his, in his family and just the entire community. He experienced homelessness, wandering the streets at a very young age, being to provide for himself at a very young age, found gang violence um, and was living in gangs, being in prison. And now today he is an incredible inspiration to the Hartford community and Connecticut and, and people in other states as well. He leads uh, a peace organization in Hartford and has helped many people that are looking to turn from a life of violence and embody peace in their lives. So he's a real inspiration. So his whole, he wrote this book where he shares his story of growing up 
and it he is on a mission, right? He is on a mission to bring more peace into the world and 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 to under help bring understanding so that people can see what things might have impacted people's lives, right? So that we as a society can do something about this, right? So that we can create more peaceful communities. And how he's been rocking out his strategy is he is he's used all social media platforms he's done this cool thing where he's gone and met all the people at local that bought the book directly from him and he goes and meets with them and takes a picture with them and um that's really neat to get to see um so he is really engaging with people continue to inspire um he's gotten a lot of cool stuff happen um he got awarded uh, champions for justice award and was a finalist for the statewide impact award here in connecticut he was featured as an author on wfsb he's gotten print media attention um and um he's really he's on a mission so he's driven and he'll show up wherever he needs to to help promote his book social media in person right he's response to opportunities and um we've had a number of other authors that are doing this too, um, that are um, really focused on the mission and open to whatever opportunities present themselves. So to look him up, you can look up Rage to Peace on Amazon. His name is Iran Nazario, I-R-A-N-N-A-Z-A-R-I-O. He also has a website that you can check him out, which is uh, www.nazariomotivation.com dot com so if you are uh, a mission-driven catalyst check him out he's also a bit of an alchemist um, because he did use this experience to provide further healing for him a lot of what he wrote about is very traumatic stuff and it helped him process it to another level as well. Another example I have of an alchemist. She's she's a, she's doing double duty for the archetypes in, as a ar- alchemist and also a publisher because she's a publisher herself, Marianne Pack, and she runs Envision Greatness Press. She published six books last year, which is awesome. Um, all of her books are very inspiring and uplifting, and help you get into an abundant mindset and. She said something that I really love. She said, as I work on any of my books, each one has provided new insights. So many times I might be feeling meh. And then I start working on one of my books and my spirit transforms. I'm encouraged, strengthened, and filled with love for the readers who will benefit. And I love this because when we use writing to heal, right, to alchemize our our pain and turn it into something different, we might be writing initially to help somebody else, but we end up helping ourselves. And if we start by writing for the sole purpose of helping ourselves, but we're willing to share it with someone else, I know that that will help you. Because if it helps you, it's going to help somebody else. Archetypes in action. So mover and shaker. This is a relationship builder. This is a collaborator. This, the, um, I have a wonderful example of Davidson Hang. He is rocking out YouTube right now. He is scaled to, last I checked, it might be different, but over 700,000 subscribers on YouTube. 
And um, he is, uh, we've done a number of books together. His le- most recent one is Unapologetically ENFP. And we had so much fun talking about the different personality types that people have. He has ENFP and he partnered with Pan Tang to do this book, which is really learn helping people to embrace their nature of this Myers-Briggs type of ENFP. The best I can describe ENFP personality type is like, they are the life of the party, right? They are fun. And this is, and what's hilarious is he fits this archetype perfectly <laughs> also. When I found out he had got to over 700,000 YouTube subscribers, I was like, Davidson, what is going on? <laughs> and he said, I never thought of myself as a thought leader until I became a published author. And then everything went up from there. So if you are able to step into this concept of becoming a published author, a lot can transform in how you think of yourself, how you relate to your work, and how you put that out there. Another mover and shaker, another collaborator, is Vilma Luz Caban. She wrote The Heart of an Advocate, and she has traveled the globe promoting equity and doing a lot of work in human rights. She is a college professor in education, and the start of her book is in New York City, where she was raised by a mother who had just recently come to the States from Puerto Rico, and she was raised in a lot of poverty, a lot of violence, the step at the hands of her stepfather and how she from a very young age really had to advocate and protect her mother or try to and so she is also on a mission and she has been using it for healing and she's done really cool things where she made a documentary that was related to the book as well and so she held i got to go to this in new haven at a theater she had this really cool documentary screening which was also a book launch events and um, you can follow her on um, social media and if you look on Facebook she is just out and about meeting different authors collaborating with them going to different events all the while taking pictures and sharing promoting the book as well but it feels very organic and yes it's marketing but it just feels very organic and in line with who she is and what she'd be doing for fun anyway right um and she's just letting people see it through social media she's just like giving them a lens so not only is she connecting with the people that she's seeing in person she's also connecting with all the people that might be following her or seeing her things on social media so it's very inspiring and she learned a lot about herself in the process which is cool so her name is Vilma Luz Caban and the book is The Heart of an Advocate. You can look her up on Amazon as well. Archetypes in Action. So um, we had the great pleasure of publishing a book by Jen Jones, who literally wrote the book on introversion. <laughs> so she she wrote a book called Entrepreneur. Um, so it is about introverted entrepreneurs and how it can actually be a big skill set to have as an introvert. A lot of people have been told that it's really good to be an extrovert to be a successful business owner. And she calls that out and says that might not necessarily 
be the case. Like, yes, those are good qualities and you can rock out business one that way, but you don't have to be that. You can be introverted. You can be someone that connects deeply with people one-on-one that looks for solving problems and helping people in that way of relationship building in that way. And she's done really cool with, she's done marketing that aligns with that. So she um, had a four week book study with a nice online group. I would, I got to be in it, even though I, I had read this book many, many times during the editing process, I wanted to join her book again, her group again, to be part of the book study, because I just wanted to connect with other people that might be into this topic. Um, She also uses a Facebook group, which is called Successful Introvert Women Entrepreneurs. And she does speaking events. She's very strategic about it. The ones that she goes and does. And she does podcast interviews as well. And does a lot of one-on-one connecting with people so that she she's rolled out her book promotion in a way that aligns with her business and her work. Heidi McCann is also a really good example of this contemplative problem solver. And I don't actually know if she would identify as an introvert or not. We'd have to ask her. But how she's been promoting her book does fit under this category. So I wanted to highlight her. Her book is Whatever the Future Holds. It's a a story about her first marriage. She was married to someone who got diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease very, very early in his life. And they, you know, they'd only been together a little, you know, a bit. Um, And this was her first husband. And it's a heartbreaking story. And it's a story of transformation and hope as well. Like how to live with someone and love someone, even when you know that they're going to be passing away and how to be with that. Um, She has done amazing connecting with people on social media within groups. And I just, I get to see her post pop up. I'm like, oh, that's so smart how she's doing this. Like she's solving people's problems. People are going, oh, I need a book that will make me cry. She's like, well, I got one for you, right? Like she's, she's hopping in and she has gotten to get a lot of reviews on her book, which is wonderful to see. Reviews are so hard to get, and they're gold for for authors. Um, and she's she's done really well at that, and she's gotten awards. So she got um, the twenty twenty three Pencraft Seasonal Book Award, the the winner competition winner. Um, she got the uh, Eric Hoffer Award uh, Grand Prize. Um, shortlist first horizon award finalist uh national indie excellence award finalist for two different categories she's really been rocking it out and her book's been doing very well and it's all through promoting and trying to solve people's problems and connecting um with others but doing it in a way that would work for someone that was um an introvert i'd love to highlight um for the mentor or the guide um Lisa Marshall. She wrote the book, Oh, Hello, Alzheimer's. She has an amazing community on Facebook um, where she has shared her story um, of her husband who had early, was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. And he has a very powerful, um, first of all, they have an amazing love story. So the book starts off as a love story. And it also includes a lot of stories about what it was like 
and what they needed to do and some practical guidance that can be really helpful for somebody who is a caregiver of someone with Alzheimer's, of a loved one, no matter what age or relationship. Specifically, obviously, if, if your um, significant other is diagnosed with Alzheimer's, but anyone who has had Alzheimer's touch their life in some way, this book is a real goldmine of information for it and really well written. And it helped her in the healing process as well. And she really rocked out book sales on this from doing it this way. And she already had the Facebook group. She had a lot of a big community she had built and she was able to use that to um, provide a book that had value to them and generate a lot of revenue from that. Um, and she, she sold like within one year, she said she sold thir over 1300 books on Amazon and over 500 books directly to readers, which when you're packing up books and mailing them out, 500 books is a hell of a lot of books, <laughs> right? And um, she also has done very well re with reviews, um, which again can be challenging. She does cool stuff where she also offers classes and does speaking events, both paid and volunteer. Um, and one-on-one -on -one calls with people where she can really give um, support um, and a listening ear as someone who really gets it. So you can find her on Facebook. She's at Oh Hello Alzheimer's. And you can get it through Amazon. You can order the book or you could contact her to purchase directly. So Amanda Quick is my example around the lighthouse archetype. And she wrote the book, The Sex Trafficker's Wife. She has a really amazing story of um, getting herself out of a marriage that um yeah it's the truth he was arrested for sex trafficking her husband she had no idea and at first she defended him and stood up for him all through the court process and then suddenly she realized oh man he actually did this and um because she had supported him and been al alongside him for so long it became very difficult for her to extricate herself out and get her kids out. And her story is, first of all, it's just gripping to read what she went through. And it's also, it can be something that we all learn from because we all are in situations where we feel like we don't have power in them. And she teaches people how to get power back, what that takes. And it's something all of us can learn from and roll out in our daily lives. She is such a wonderful person. She just landed a TEDx talk. Um, and she built a following on TikTok. She did not have this following before she um, wrote the book. But she, she built that. Um, last I talked to her, she had um, 6,000. TikTok subscribers and 33,000 Facebook subscribers. Um, she's done over a hundred podcast interviews. That's a lot of time doing podcast interviews, <laughs> right? And book sales are, are great. Um, 
so you can find her book. Um, you can see her website is thesextraffickerswife.com. She goes by A Quick because there's actually another Amanda Quick that's an author. And so she, we didn't want to confuse the audience um, and readers. So you, she's listed as A Quick on, um, on all of her author sites. And you can um, find the book also on Amazon directly and get it from there. Another example of the storyteller. So Doe Henschel is just such a cool, marvelous lady. She um, is 80 years old. We published her book, um, Look Ma, No Hands, just after her 80th birthday. <laughs> it's a pretty nice way to celebrate. Um, and she is just rocking it. She works at Leadership Creator Hartford. When she got diagnosed with Parkinson's, she didn't fold up shop and say, I'm done, I'm retired, whatever. She's like, hey, maybe I'll make a program to help people with Parkinson's. And that's what she did. Um, she and her book was primarily because she wanted to leave a legacy. She wanted to tell her story. She had her granddaughter illustrate the book, which is a really sweet way to collaborate and do a fa sweet family thing. Um, she held events at different local places where she was connected with um, to share her book, author events at her workplace, at her condo building. Um, she was connected with Goodwin University. So she got to speak in the Aging with Purpose series that was held there both in person and online. Um, and she's gotten to have a lot of meaningful connections with people from her past as she was sharing the book. She also did an audio book with us. We published that. It was really fun to do with her. She's an incredible storyteller. So she's been really promoting this in a cool way, using the connections she has and the things that she feels aligned with. Um, and sometimes story, the storyteller archetype, they might feel like, a huge sense of accomplishment by publishing the book, even if nobody reads it at all, right? Even if it's not goes out, it doesn't go out huge. It, there's something about documenting your story or leaving this legacy um, that feels deeply meaningful. They might've wanted to be an author their whole life and then they get to do this for a real bucket list item. Um, and it can feel really good. And usually what happens is they're connected with people in their life. They're probably people in their life that said, you know, you need to write this. You've got to write a book, right? They've been telling, they've been hearing that their whole life. So they'll have connections where they can bring the book to that feels super organic. They might be part of, you know, this women's group, or they might be, you know, people at their workplace that um, would really like to read a book. And so um, that's a path they can take. And then our last archetype is the publisher. So like I said before, I fall into this category. I want to do all the things books. Um, Marianne Pack that I mentioned before, um, she has a number of books um, under her imprint, Envision Greatness Press. I did her first book with her. We published We Are Joy, the first one of the series. And then she decided she wanted to do um, publish under her own imprint. So I taught her how to do that. Um, I've also been working with Ryan Hall, who has Royal Hearts Media. He shares a lot of stories or heartfelt stories. He's written fiction and memoir. Um, his fiction are all tied to very personal stories of himself, but he wanted to craft them into fiction. And so um, 
we worked, the first book we did um, together was The Great Pause. You can see, that he, and then he just recently wrote a book with collab- a collaboration of different men who it was called, it's called The Expanded Man Chronicles. Really cool book of heartfelt men, the good guys. So check that out. Um, and you can look him up at royalheartsmedia.com. He has a podcast also, um, and he's been on other people's podcasts as well to help promote the book. So think about these these different archetypes. So I'll list these off one more time so you can reflect and think which one feels like, ooh. I know for me, when I find out I'm an archetype or a personality type or whatever, it helps me make sense of things. It just helps my brain get focused in a way. So use that for this. Um, So here's the eight types again, mission-driven catalyst, the alchemist, the collaborator, mover and shaker, extrovert. That's all one. (laughs) I couldn't exactly pick one way to call that. So there's a few. Um, Four is the contemplative problem solver, introvert. Five is the mentor or the guide. Six is the lighthouse. Seven is the storyteller. And eight is the publisher. Like I said, I'd love to hear what your archetype is. I'd love to hear one strategy that you've used that aligns with your archetype or something that you learned that you'd like to try that you didn't hadn't thought of before. I will be doing different events throughout the year where we go deeper into the archetypes and I'm collecting experiences and stories from people that feel like they align with the different ones. So if that's the case for you, please get in contact with me. Thank you so much for taking the time. I hope you found this helpful. Have a lovely day. Love you. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving.